What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. Today, I sit down with John Milkovich of JM Painting and Drywall in Lancaster, PA, as we hammer out what's going on in this business. Now, whenever I get one of these, I never know what's coming. You know, usually I don't ask any questions, I don't like to pre qualify, but in this case, uh, it was one of those things that it authentically came up about something in his business that was happening, and uh, we were able to hammer it out and maybe even give him a new direction. So, you're gonna love this one. Tune in right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What is going on, everyone? I'm here with John Milkovich of JM Painting and Drywall. My friend, uh, you came to me. You're ready for some change in your business. What needs to change? Let's start there. What are some things? Tell us the story. Uh, what's been going on? What do you do in the business? And what, what do you want? What do you want to change? So there's like the way that I receive that. There's a lot of questions in there. Which one do you want me to, you know, pick first? <laughs> you choose. Um, so I guess I'll tell you what's going well in the business. Um, okay. Right now, we are, I'm bringing in more work than the company can can meet like um, high demand sure. and jobs are overlapping so that's great um that's great. having regular profits so that's nice um, i'm having repeat customers and now clients are starting to find us whether you know as before early on i was grabbing low-hanging fruit and just pretty much taking anything that i could get just to right. get the name out there um what do we need to improve on in 2022 I'm going to say currently I'm being pulled in five different directions and I'm, I'm sure you hear this a lot. You know, I'm the man of many hats. I'm, you just talked about it, estimating, you know, right. doing the work themselves, myself, managing my employees, following up with estimates and it's just being pulled in so many directions. Um, right now I currently have one guy who's doing all the work. I used to have another one, but he, he wasn't part of the vision. So I kind of had to part ways with that. And the one guy that is doing the work, he just informed me that he is getting ready to leave and change careers. So that now has me in like revved up mode, trying what is to he hire. Going, what, is he, what does he want to do? Um, so right now he wants to do, he's going to sell flooring. Um, yeah, he wants to sell flooring. So it's nothing personal. He's just, he came to me and he said, John, I just don't have the passion for painting anymore. So I respect that. I respect that. I'm the type of person that who has, I'm always searching for a better version of myself. So I, I, I completely understand where he has just burned out being a painter, being a, um, you know, can I ask you, a few, can I, I might get a little personal. Let me ask you. A yeah. Yeah. First thing is, um, how long has that guy been working for you, man? So the inception of JM painting and drywall started two years ago. Um, I left a company where I was a team leader. I was in charge of like 12 people and Nick, he was my apprentice. He came to me with zero experience from the corporate world as an accountant in his early twenties. He didn't like that behind the desk job. He wanted to be yeah. more involved with customers and 
and be hands-on. And that was fantastic for him. He, he loved it. He was always learning. He was always growing. Yeah. And when I had left the company because I outgrew that company, he, a few months later, followed me because he right. liked my vision for the company. Right. Right. Now he's been working with me ever since. And he just, he, according to him, he's beginning complacent sure. and um, need the change in majority company. of it. So he's been working uh, for the last two years for you. Correct. And he's been working pretty much knocking out the jobs by himself. No, no. He's pretty much my, he my helper, my assistant. I got you. Okay. So what has he been? So you're, you're primarily doing a lot of the work on site too. Correct. And he's kind of there aiding you in that work. You guys are a tag team pretty much. Correct. Correct. I might, you know, one day left on the job, he might wrap it up and clean it out while I go start okay. another one so, and stuff like that. I might have to leave to go do an estimate. And so, so I love the dynamics of, of, of part, like not necessarily partnerships, but just good help. I love the dynamics of, uh, you know, you find a good person that's a, that's going to be a tough hit for you. And I know, you know, that, and I love the high spirits that you have about it. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, do you feel like there's anything you could have done to prevent this from happening? No, not at all. I pay him really, really well. Um, very, very well. I, I give him incentives every week. Um, so, I'm very wait, so let me ask you a question. Do you think that pay is his number one driving force? No. Okay. So sometimes I, I... So, so hold on, because that was your first reaction is like, hey, I paid this guy super well. Yeah. There's nothing else I could have done. Right? Well, no, no, it, it's not even that because I know, you know, 50, 70, whatever the ratio is, a lot of people are motivated by money. Um, this is not one of them. This is an internal uh, thing that he needs to do for sure. himself in order to grow in life. Well, let me ask you this, you know, selling flooring, what, where is it his business that he's wanting to start himself? Or no. is he going to be working for a company? So it's he's not that. So so in terms of money, th that's not why he's leaving. But he's leaving because he's burnt out, and he's burnt out in the current role that he's been in for two years as your assistant. Mm. So so that's why he's burnt out because he feels like there's no room for growth because you're always there mm. and you're always dealing with the customers. You're always stepping in and shaking the customer's hand, collecting the check, and getting the glory of a finished job every single time. That's and not I, true. Okay. Maybe it's not. Well, let me continue though, because I'm on a thought here, but let, uh, it could not be, it could, you could be passing the torch to him in, in those specific scenarios. But what I've learned is, is that there's certain individuals and I love that this guy's not motivated by money. Cause those are the type of guys you want, man. And I love that. You're like, you know what, grow, man, do your thing. I think those are all great. What yeah. I want to do is make sure that this doesn't happen again. And if we can pinpoint something that could have been done differently. Uh -huh. And I'm going to tell you from my experience, what, what that was, and maybe you yeah. might see it from my perspective is, is that picture this, you have a conversation with this guy and you say, Hey, listen, you know, maybe I didn't grow as fast as we should have to put you in a leadership position. I think maybe that might've been something that you were craving some authority yeah. to where you're in charge, you're in control. And maybe I was in the way too much. And I just want to know, is that, is that something that you would have been excited with if we would have had this conversation about six months ago before you made the decision? And I want to ask you, John, what, what do you think he'd say to that? Um, so I have put him in those kind of roles. Like I said, if we rewind probably two, three months when I had another, you know, employee, uh, another employee who I was, um, was looking to, to take Nick in and, and step him up to the sure. leadership role. And, and sure. this guy then that I hired was going to take Nick's place, pretty much the helper, the assistant, sure. just looking sure. at the and when I put Nick in that role, he came to me and said that was something he was not ready for. So right away, like in, in defensive mode, I'm like, okay, I have to, pull I got to go back. 
Uh, yeah, I got to, I got to, I got to wheel well, back. Well, let this. me ask you this. The person that you hired for him, painting skill, one to 10. One. Okay. Yeah. So what I learned is, is that, and this is with Chris, he's my supervisor now. Okay. Chris is probably a six, seven, you know, I hope he doesn't listen. He'd think he's an eight, but he's like a six or seven. Okay. And that's, that's the full scope though. But in terms of his loyalty and my trust in him as an individual, he's a 10. That's why he's there. And yes. I learned that he's going to ask Louie on the job what the best move is in some cases in terms of skill set. And I think that it's our job as leaders to understand, hey, maybe maybe this guy, Nick, isn't going to be a 10 in terms of skill set. So I need to stack his team up. Because what I care most about is trust and I care about customer service because so, so in other words, I bet that would have went differently, John, if you would have got him a seven, eight or nine skill set and paired him with that, because he's used to working alongside you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see that, you see how that could have just changed the game because his yeah. natural response is to lean on you for project based issues and game plan. You walk into the house, you're like, all right all right, Nick, I need you to do this, 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 and this. Is that usually how it goes? Like you kind of run the show in terms of the plan? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, I, I have the daily goals and, you know, right. what, what we achieve throughout the day. But I also, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in knowing my employees, what they think and, you know, uh, their opinions because they yeah. matter. Yeah. Um, but so you, to you like to, question, yeah, I pretty much ran the show. You like to ping them for their thoughts on the process as well to kind of just, and, and, and what I realize is with like, again, you know, with putting people in leadership position, I'm just putting it out there. The only yeah. way you free yourself of that thing that you told me that was so important to you, which was getting out of uh, the chaos mm -hmm. is to replace yourself. And you and I both know you letting you Nick leaving. And again, if it's beyond that point of him leaving, I understand, but him leaving is going to set you back big time on, yes. that, on that plan. Yeah. So here's, here's a little bit of, uh, you know, the, the Nick leaving um, because from his words, the way that I handled this, he was willing to stay till the end of May. After the end of May, he is leaving for, for the entire month of June. What he's going to do is do the training with the new company. July, he's going to come back and work part-time, Monday through Thursday. And then he's going to do that for about a month and then Monday through Wednesday and just slowly start to integrate into the new trade. My hope that I throw up to the, to the almighty universe is that he doesn't like the new role that he's taking on. Maybe it's one of the excitement thing. And, you know, he's like, Oh, John, I, 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 I changed my mind. I, I want to stay. John, can I, can I be transparent without you seeing it as me being, um, uh, I don't want, not disrespect. I don't want to offend. No, you. no. I like authenticity. Do you like authenticity? Cause I'm yes. going to give it to you. Okay. Getting, getting nasty. Every, <laughs> you, you have a great person here. And the reason that person's leaving is you have to, you have to look at, what you've done up to this point, if you've exhausted every possible resource to make sure that this individual who is a growth minded individual had the opportunity to grow in your garden. Okay. Then he leaves. Then at that point, you know, for a fact, you've checked all the boxes. This guy's leaving to go sell floors, dude. There, yeah. There's nothing better than what he's doing right now. When you compare the two of interacting with customers in their homes and, 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 and finishing jobs and having the satisfaction. It's not that he lost the excitement and passion of painting. He just feels as though in my personal opinion, that there's nowhere to grow from here because you're not pushing the needle, bro, on hiring and right. getting quality talent in there and building this business the way you promised to build it two years ago. Yeah.
No, that's, you know, and that's something that, that replays in my mind all the time. But I think it's, you know, it's a fear-based modal that I run into is, you know. Dude, when was, you started your business, weren't you scared? I was. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. It's a leap of faith. Had to take that leap. Every day you wake up, it's a leap of faith, bro. Because it's like, you don't know what jobs are coming your way. You don't know if you're going to get hired. And you got to make sure another family is taken care of. You're already in it, bro. Yeah, you're already in it and you're not far from success, but you got to understand something. Your job as a business owner is to be one of two things. If you want to be a boss, you are a boss currently because you are on the job. You don't give people much room because you're been doing this for two years. So there's not, you want to be hands-on. You want to control a lot of the aspects of the job. You said, Hey, I got in defense mode. I went right back in there. And then Nick thought, Hey, he did a poor job. He'll never get this role again, unless, you know, something crazy happens. Right. So you got to really have empathy toward that because he was in it. He came to you honestly and said, Hey, I don't think I'm a good fit for this. Maybe you should have said, no, I should have given you someone better mm. to help mm. you. I should have yeah. done that because it's not your fault, Nick. You're great. You're great with customers. You're on time. You're an all-star dude. Okay. But I dropped the ball and giving you a helper thinking that that was the solution. So from, from this perspective, John, um, it's, it's not about the money, man. I mean, I think you're very generous already. I know that you probably take great care of them. I'm telling you, man, it's the hiring. It's the, it's the vision that you have for this person and you have to instill that vision in them. And that's how it's going to be for anyone coming in. You and I both know this guy takes off. You're set back a year and a half, two years. Yeah. It's a hit. It's a hit. That's why I'm, I'm spending the majority of my time focusing on this. I don't really care about anything else. I care about how you lead people. Because yeah. if you can figure that out, that's the skill set that's most important in business. You can figure out how to get people to believe in themselves in a way that makes them value where they work, care about the job as much as you do, and you have synergy and you guys can communicate effectively, you win the game. And if you learn how to do that on a repeated basis, you're unstoppable, man. You're unstoppable. You know, it's about pitching the vision, which you did, but then it's about acting on the things that will get you to the vision every freaking day and not getting complacent. Every time you show up to a job with a brush in your hand, that's, that's, that's a, a step back. It doesn't matter. The way you see it is you're doing a good job. You're, you're taking care of your customers. It's a step back because you're not working on the growth of the company. That is not a growth task. That's a, that's a, a task that allows the company to sustain. In other words, you sold the job. That was growth. Income came in, one more job on the schedule, but you turned back around, you had to do it and you weren't selling. Mm. The only thing you need to be doing is selling and recruiting. That's it. And you didn't do a good job of recruiting. And I don't know Nick and if his path is already laid out for him, it doesn't sound like it, man. It sounds like he wants a long drawn out breakup. It's just as hard for him as it is uh, for you with this, I'm going to go do the training and we're here for you dude. the guy wants to stay, but you, he's, he's waiting for you to act. And maybe he doesn't come at you in this fashion and say, dude, you didn't give me any good help. I need help. If yeah. you're going to put me alone. And that's why I'm here. That's why I reached out to you because you know, I'm at a point in the business where, um, I've gotten this far by, you know, charisma. Um, what else? Like industry knowledge, common sure. sense, sure. grit, the support sure. of family and, you know, and significant other, but Love I need it. mentors. I need people that are going to help me make smart business. Yeah, Cause I care. I really do. I want you to come. I want you to be successful because it takes a lot to start a business. It takes even more to grow a business and it takes everything to sustain a business, man. And yeah. I think that you're at that pay, that, that, that place of comfort that you just, 
you, you, it's almost like you're surprised you got that far, bro. And you got to understand, you got to believe in yourself. Don't be surprised. Get yeah. rid of the, get rid of the infatuation stage of the checks that are coming in and you're cashing them and the family's good. You got money. The gas prices are going up. You're not even thinking about it. You're happy, right? Get past that. Now it's about impact. Now it's about making sure as many people can grow within your organization as possible to where they're raving fans of you as a leader. And, mm -hmm. and, and you need to do a really good self-reflection of why this person's leaving. What did you do? <laughs> That's the question you need to ask. Cause he's not leaving for more money. That's something that we can fix quickly. Right. right. Yeah. He's not leaving for more money. He's going to sell floors, dude. He's going to do that for three weeks and be like, I hate this. He's going to be in the same building every day. It's going to feel like a caged animal. Right. Yeah. And we don't Sounds motivate, like we don't motivate people to stay with fear. I think the best thing you could ever do ever is admit you messed up, dude. Admit you messed up. Take this guy out to lunch and say, dude, I messed up somewhere. This wasn't the plan, dude. This wasn't the plan when we started this thing for you to leave two years in to go sell floors. I know you love this. I did a poor job. Mm. And you can be that vulnerable with somebody. The only thing left for you to do is act on the things you need to change. That's hiring. That's getting good help in. That's not caring if you can't afford them. You need to get off the job. That's what you need to do. You need to stop worrying about making so much profit. Don't worry yeah. about that. You already made your profit. You probably got some money saved. Now it's time to invest back in the business and grow it mm -hmm. to the point where you're making profit on two jobs instead of your labor. Because right now you're occupying a role. Whatever you think you should be getting paid hourly is what's coming out of the profit. You're just taking it all at once. You don't really separate them, right? So you need to identify that. You say, well, in the role that I am, knowing all aspects of this job, I'm at 30, 35 hours an hour right? So that's what you should feel comfortable hiring somebody in, in the event that they can do all the things that you do. Okay. What's your hiring strategy? So my hiring strategy, um, up until this point, I've never really had to go on uh, like Indeed or ZipRecruiter because one, you know, Nick had followed me from my previous employer and two, um, the other person that I hired was kind of somebody that also worked at me at this previous company who I already vetted and knew, but that just didn't work out. So as of last week, I, I, I put together my first job listing on Indeed. Now, this is a, this is a territory that is so unfamiliar with me. Ooh, I, let's I, I, hammer it because I want yeah. you to say, I don't have a hiring strategy. Let me ask you a question. I want to know. What does your Indeed ad say? Could you read that to me? Can you actually pull it up and read it to me if it's there? So what do you, uh, yeah, I don't. Um, I would love to hear what, what you wrote. So about the company? Yeah, just like your Indeed ad. If you can't pull it up right now, it's fine. You could paraphrase it. Just what, what did you put out there? Um, so who we are as a company is we are an interior exterior painting company based in Lancaster, PA. Our highly skilled team has a reputation for delivering premium craftsmanship and high quality finishes on fine homes. We take great pride in the work we do. We work in exciting high-performance culture and love bringing awesome people to our team. At JM Painting and Drywall, we're about good humans first. Our core values are our are, are guiding force that are incorporated into all the aspects of our business. We hire, reward, review, and recognize people based on, their, on these core values and performance. Um, when we align ourselves, we build a thriving culture around our team. Do you share our core values, quality, respect, integrity, communication, and growth? And then it goes on to, you know, what our ideal painter would look like, the benefits of joining our team, who will succeed in our team, the description of our duties, requirements, and so on and so forth. 
Fantastic. Did you post that on Indeed? Yes. Okay. What I what I think is interesting is that you did that because Nick pushed you to do it. Yeah, it's almost like I needed him to, you know, reignite. It's the almost like you're looking to replace Nick. That's that what crazy? that's what I wrote this for. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. what's interesting is you should have just did that the whole time he was working for you, brother. Right. You should have been doing that every month with that ad. That's an amazing ad. And it doesn't that, you know, what you're looking for, like, again, is exactly what's about to walk out of your door. Imagine if you had two of them. Yeah. Isn't that crazy. That so, so being mindful of that is first, you know, but the second thing is, is though amazing ad. I love it. And if anyone's listening to this, rewind it and write that down. That was outstanding. Okay. I'm serious. I, I, I have you. to give credit where it's due, brother. It's amazing. So, um, but the second thing is, is that that's part one though, right? <laughs> Just getting the ad out there. And I think yeah. that the second part now, I'm sure you've gotten a couple of applicants that have come through, right? Mm-hmm. I've got a couple. You can't decide who to choose, right? Because it's just there's so many, right? Or there, if, if there's so many, it's just random people applying. You have no filtering out system, I guarantee it. Right, I don't. Okay, so one of the questions that I like to put on Indeed, you, you get to do, what I love about Indeed is that you get to do a custom question and you should just put a custom question there. So like one of the things is, I always do like the preliminaries. Do you have a driver's license? Do you have a background? Remember doing that when you yep. when you do yep. that? So do you have a background? Yes. Then do a custom question on there and just be like, why are you interested in this job? That's it. That's it. Okay. Why are you interested in this job? Okay. What uh-huh. that will do is filter out 95% of your applicants because what will happen is you'll get someone that's number one, focused, number two, thorough, and number three, authentic, because they're going to write something there. And some people say, I need more money. I hate where I'm working. I actually resonate with your core values. And I think that I'd be a great fit for your team. Which one are you going to call? The one that resonates with the core values. Thank you. Right. But we have no way to filter that person out. So right off the bat, without me going in depth, I have so many things. I'll give you my hiring course. It covers some of that stuff. Um, I'll send it to you later, but, but you know, you're there, you have part one down. Part two is that question. Okay. Part three is a phone interview. Okay. Uh So dude, rallying people up from outer space into your business is not an easy task, bro. <laughs> like in any, in any fashion, but it's a skill and it can be, it can be learned and it can be refined. That is what I want to let you know is that this hiring process is a skill. And the skill set is, is you need to be able to give yourself the best opportunity to sit in front of a qualified applicant that aligns with your values and has, has integrity and character. Right. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. So the phone interview, you could talk a little bit about skill set. But you're 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 listening. You're listening for tonality. You're trying to gauge their personality. Yes or no? You can identify if someone's a decent person by a phone call, right? Yeah. Mostly I can hear the inflection in their voice. I just can't see their mouth. Right. So if they answer the phone, it's one o'clock, and they go, "Hello." What's up, man? Probably not the guy you want shaking your customer's hand, right? Yeah. You could tell if somebody's a little excited over the phone, right? They overtalk. They're a little nervous. You know, they they, they want the opportunity, right? Um, great opportunity to filter out, right? Stage four. Well, you probably do this before, right? I'm losing track, but you could Google their name, put it, put it in Facebook, do your own research, right? Let me tell you, there's been more times than I can count where I've done that and I've opted out simply based on what was publicly out there. Okay. Do I want my customer seeing this if they, for whatever reason, look up my employee? No. So I'm serious. I'm dead serious. Put it in there. Do your own research. That's number four or three, whatever. Number four, 
in-person interview, right? You got to get to the in-person interview. You got to sit down. And this is a skill set in itself, John. You can't say, can you start tomorrow? Don't ever say that, please. It's just something that just is not good for you or them, right? You used to work for a company where you were a team lead of 12 people. Yes? Yeah. When you got that job, did they say, hey, can you start tomorrow? No, there was always a, yeah. There you, was a step, right? Step, and yeah. when you got the job, did you go to your significant other or family and say, hey, I got the job? Mm-mm. No, wasn't exciting. No, <laughs> so well, because whatever. I didn't sell. I didn't sell the job. It's like you know, here, John, take your crew of people and do this job. It was. I see. So, in other words, what I'm saying is, is that you at least want to create some sort of excitement for the person applying. And in other words, you got to make sure that your process for hiring aligns with that ad that you put out. Okay, okay. that ad that you put out sounds corporate, strong, official, authentic. Mm-hmm. make the process align with that. It's almost like if you get an ad for something online and you buy it and when you get it, it's trash. How mad are you at the company for marketing that? Right. Yeah. yeah. So when, you know, that's something that you need to think about as a leader is like what happens on day one, you introduce them to Nick as the project manager. Okay. Does Nick have a business card? No issue, right? He should have a business card that says supervisor. Mm. that that's a way that you help someone feel valued. Right. Mm. You know, when he comes to work, is he a painter? I would, if I'm a growth minded person and I'm a painter to the average customer, Mm. I'd want to leave too. Yeah. Supervisor, Nick, he's going to be in charge today. I'm probably going to pop out a few times, but Nick's got it. Yeah. Start training your customers in front of Nick to know that Nick is in charge. This is how you're going to keep someone excited to work for you, brother. I've been doing this for years. All three of my managers have mm-hmm. never managed anything before ever besides their own families, <laughs> you know? So these are things to think about because it works, right? It makes you feel good, right? Maybe get a polo supervisor with his name on there, bro. These little things that you could do to elevate the game, mm-hmm. you know, t-shirt. I get it. You know, it's painting, but still, you know, <laughs> right? but let's continue to the hiring process. It's important that, you know, full circle, right? So in other words, let me ask you this. Yeah. Be authentic. So I can, I can help you payroll. How, how does Nick get paid? Don't need to know how much just need to know how. Oh, so I, I run payroll through ADP. Um, they take care of have a nice payroll. Um, Love it. Official. He gets paid bi-weekly. Perfect. Why bi-weekly? Why bi-weekly? Um, it just comes. So at the time when I set it up at the inception of my business at that time, it was less expensive. Change it to weekly. And then Change switch the to Gusto, get rid okay. of ADP. They're too expensive. Switch to Gusto, which you can find anyone listening to my bio, the link, I'll send you the link to it. Okay. Gusto is weekly. They don't charge you per payroll. They charge you a fixed rate for the month. Okay. It's like $35 and then $6 for each employee for the month. So for you, it'd be 50 bucks a month. You can run 50 payrolls if you want. Uh-huh. So does, I mean, we're kind of jumping off track uh, topic here, but does Gusto offer pay as you go workers compensation? It it's the same thing. And you don't have to pay for a representative or whatever they give you over ADP. I yeah. am the biggest Gusto fan and they don't even know it, dude. Okay. They don't even know who I, I am, but I am leading contractors to Gusto faster than anyone in the country because of how great it is. I don't have to ask anyone anything. I go in, punch in the hours, boom, every week. And yeah. you can set it autopilot if you want. So Weekly does the same thing ADP does, except it's yeah, not. Dude, as- and you can do health insurance on there, benefits, time off, everything, bro. 50 bucks a month for your size business, 50 bucks a month. Okay. Okay. But that needs to be a weekly, you need to be paying weekly, especially for this sector. 
Um, it's just one of those things that, again, you know, you don't want people waiting two weeks for money. It yeah. doesn't yeah. day 13, like day 13, you know what they do? They plan day 14 to run around town and do all the things that they've been waiting to do for two weeks. I remember I was there, you know, so just make sure that you, you have empathy in that situation. Try to align your business in a way that just makes sense for your customers and your employees. In other words, like, you know what they're going through and then you align your business in that way. You know that Nick has a growth mentality. It's up to you. He's forcing you to grow. You should thank this kid because if it wasn't for him, I'm telling you, bro, like it happens where if you surround yourself with, I'm not going to say this in a mean way, just um, you surround yourself with pigeons. Yeah. Okay. And you're an Eagle. No yeah. one's up there with you holding you accountable, bro. Right. If you got pigeons down there, your whole company's pigeons and everyone's just like cool with looking down and just doing their work and going home and no one checks you as a leader. You're not going far, man, but you get a, you got a, you got an Eagle right now. That's been acting in the roles of, of a pigeon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sitting on the ground while you're up there flying around being like, yo, bro, we're going to make this happen or what? Yeah. No, <laughs> this, this really resonates with me. Thank you for sharing it. Yeah. I mean, it's important because, you know, John, you took the leap, man. You're a business owner. You have the opportunity to impact hundreds of people. You know, if you did your, you know, I did my company family tree. In other words, like I look at everyone that I employ and then I write down how many kids they have. Mm. Dude, I'm impacting like a hundred people by my ability to sell. Mm. Isn't that insane? Yeah. I remember being at the bottom of that family tree with my dad, right? Being on the receiving end and you know, he, he got, you know, let go or whatever. And I didn't get 20 bucks to go to the movies, bro, with my friends, you know, and he was the only income producer in the household. Right. Yeah. Like that to me, I was at the bottom of the tree. I remember what that was like. I couldn't get 20 bucks to go to the movies with my friends. I had to tell them no. And it was embarrassing for me. And it's like, dude, I think about my, my employees. I think about their kids. I think about their spouses and their relationships. Like, bro, you start making their business, your business, you will never struggle in this industry. You will be People won't leave you. They won't because nobody cares enough, right? Go to lunch with this guy, get him some business cards, make him official and get out of the production. Start hiring help and stop, stop with the fear of like jobs aren't going to get done right. You can always supervise. You need to come up with structure and have an honest conversation with this guy. You know, yeah. again, if you can't, even if he does decide to leave, say, man, I'm already committed. I, yeah. I already did it. I understand. You're going to take a lot more from this than you would have if he never did this. So just let him go with grace, let him try it out. But now you know what to do next yeah. time. You know, that's, that's what I got for you. I mean, this was a, this was a, I know we didn't probably expect to go here. I know this was like part one of like, what's going well in your business. Oh, what's no, not. Yeah. We could probably do 50 more of these, but yeah. like, if we can get this right, man, the rest of the stuff is easy. You know? So do you think, do you think I need to, um, I obviously you probably think I need to find somebody with experience um, that fits this role. John, you need to I, replace yourself, bro. Like, like you myself. need, you okay. need a guy that okay. can do all aspects of whatever it is that you do. You know what wow. scares me about your business? No, what's that? Drywall. Okay, yeah. What scares, scares you about me. drywall? It scares me because when someone sees that, that means that they think they need to learn drywall. And do you know that drywall is its own business too? And, and texturing is its own world and taping and mudding and level five finishing, right? When someone sees that, they think I need to learn drywall. How much of your business percentage wise is drywall? So percentage business of drywall, um, I'd say it's probably about 10%. Then get, but, get rid of it. So here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. But 
here in PA, all we have is smooth wall. We don't have texture right. wall. We don't have popcorn right. ceiling. Right, but you don't need to market it as that. That's just a part of the. That's just a part of the process. You and I both know that there's a difference between maintaining drywall and actually performing drywall work. Right, right? right. like maintaining a drywall, uh, like maintaining walls before you paint. Yes, that is a qualification that anyone can learn. Sand it. Sometimes you got to do a little skim coat somewhere. Done deal. But you're not ripping down tape and remudding and texturing. Sure, sure we do. Like some sometimes we I know, get into houses. I know you say that, but what I'm what I'm getting at is when you replace yourself, you know how to do that. So maybe just you do that. So when you. someone comes into your business, like maybe that's your job, right? When there's something that needs to be done, you're the master. You come in, prep it if needed, and then let your painters paint. You gotcha. know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Until you because right now, if you're looking for someone to replace you, dude, you're looking for another business owner. Like right. in terms of skill set, why isn't he doing his own thing? Right. So you're just looking for a painter. So make sure you know that going into this and you don't think, man, well, you don't know drywall. You don't know how to, you don't know. I just know how to paint. You can work with that because John, you should be doing the drywall until you find someone to do drywall. Right. And I guess if drywall becomes enough of a demand, then I could yes. hire a full-time person. Agreed. To yeah. Cause if it's only 10%, you can pop in, knock it out and say, I don't want you guys touching drywall. I got it. You <laughs> yeah. know? I'm serious, man, because yeah, this is dude. how this is how you put people in positions to feel successful when they know that they're good at what they're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And you got to realize that people see in your ad, maybe they see JM painting and drywall and they're not applying because they don't want to deal with drywall. They just want to paint. Yeah. So it sounds like you're telling me I need to get rid of drywall. You should. Yeah. You should just so, focus on painting hundred okay. percent. I think that shouldn't even be in your branding. I think you should consider rebranding and make a JM painting. Okay. And, and no one, like, uh, is no that one's legal called, or do I have to operate as a business? You can do a DBA, all? just keep yeah. the business the same and then just create a DBA, file it with the state and be done with it and make new branding, get a new logo. Or if you want, you can, I think I can't really see, is it just a paintbrush? It's a, it's a paint can with a paintbrush. And yeah. Then- there's no dry, keep the logo, you know, yeah. just get, just knock that off there. So when you build your new business cards, do it with JM painting supervisor, Nick, dude, you got to have a conversation with this guy. I hope you come back here and tell me that he, he, he thought about it and he wants to stay. When do you want me to come back? But <laughs> when he tells you after you have lunch with this guy, come back next week. I don't care. Yeah. But listen, he stays, get ready to grow, bro. Cause you can't yeah. look this guy in the face and have him opt out of an opportunity. If you don't fulfill the promise, bro. Mm-hmm. Like if you like, don't have this conversation unless you're ready. Right. You know, uh, and I think if you do it, man, I think it'll work out. Yeah, I'm definitely ready to have a conversation. And, you know, that's why I reached out to you because, you know, just just the message that you deliver really resonated with me. So here we are. And we I are. think I needed to hear this from a like minded individual. Yeah. Well, I see a lot in you as well. I think you're a great leader. I just think that. Remember your first reaction when I asked you, you know, hey, you know, what is it with this guy it was like, oh, I pay him well. And when I saw that, I just want you to see the other side of it. Maybe this guy doesn't care about money and he doesn't. He just wants to feel like he can grow and advance within your organization because really, and I want you to take this personally, he's going to do it for someone else that wasn't there for him for the last two years. What I did. Yeah. And I think that's a good point. Look at why you left and then whatever pissed you off or made you leave, never allow that to happen in your own business. Yeah. You know, so I think the hiring needs to happen today. I love that you're on Indeed. How much are you paying per day for that ad? Or are you running it for free? So I, I'm, and this is all, again, a, a new territory that's familiar for me. Uh, how I have it set up is I pay $30 per applicant I check yes to. Does that make sense? I've never seen that. Um, 
I don't know. They're getting pretty lucrative. Uh, if you could, you know, uh, maybe just uh, how about after we get off here, if you want to run it by me, you can share your screen and I'll, I'll comb through it if you want. Okay. Yeah. You want to do I that? have to bring my wife in here because I don't know how to share. Story. That's okay. No, it's a, it's a, I can teach you. It's easy. Um, but yeah, if you want, yeah, I'll come through it with you real quick just to see what's going on in there, but it's important that you pay per day. So it, it boosts up in the ranking and I'll show you where to edit that question. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Let's definitely go through that. All right, man, let's cap this off. Was this helpful today? Oh my God. This is, there, there was so much um, gems that I'm picking up that I'm still yeah. processing right now. <laughs> All right, cool, man. <laughs> hey, thanks so much. I'm going to cut it short and uh, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, thank you. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to that business breakthrough. So uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to transition this episode to a testimonial. That's right. So uh, one of our awesome Drip Jobs users was kind enough to do a short testimonial for us. I asked him some questions that I'm sure a lot of us have about what Drip Jobs is. Is it valuable? So if you would like to sit and listen to this, I'd appreciate it. You can sit, hang around, and hear what one of our very happy clients has to say about Drip Jobs for his business. Up, everyone. I'm here with Justina and Jordan of the Busy Bees. They've been so gracious to share a few minutes of their day to tell you guys how awesome Drip Jobs is um, <laughs> for their business. Um, and I just kind of want to start off with, you know, what were some of the things when we first started out that you were a little bit concerned about with adopting a new software? Because that's a big hurdle yeah, for a lot I of mean, companies. Yeah, I mean, for me, I for a long time, for many years, it was just me and one other person. You know, but I wanted right. to scale business and grow it, and I knew I needed something um, that was more complex where we could keep everything yeah. in certain areas you know like just uh communication wise um so as a problem solver i started thinking you know looking out there different programs and i had tried a couple and it didn't work and then i had followed you with you know certain things that you've done over the years um yeah and then somehow i ran across drip jobs and then i realized <laughs> it was you and i was like what are the odds of that so that's so funny it was specifically tailored to a painting business which obviously yeah. is what we yeah. are and the other programs didn't specifically tailored to what I needed. Um, yeah. So that was ultimately, it was like a done deal. And I, how's it up. working for you? I mean, <laughs> you know, how's it working for you? I mean, a lot of people are skeptical about automation, you know, when it yeah, comes to automation, no, I do, do you feel like I it's love, saving you guys a lot of time. It is for sure. Um, the automation helps definitely. I like that we can tailor it, you know, specifically to what we need to say, if we need to edit things, we're allowed, you know, to do that, to go yeah. in there to make it easier. Um, Cause some, you know, some businesses are different and, with yeah. that accommodation, we can just tailor it to our customers and, you know, it's working. The biggest thing I feel like that's helped us is that appointment booking link. So as a business yes. owner, again, like trying to problem solve, trying, <laughs> Everyone to save, loves that. trying to save money, you know, time. Um, We've just been making sure to send that booking link out every time we contact yeah. customer, even if it's customers on, adopting it's, well to that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. They love it because a lot of people this day and age don't have time to call, maybe don't want to call. Um, right. And it might, you know, I think that it's helping us get more jobs. Um, yeah. And ultimately, it just shows the customer that we mean business. We're like, you know, here's the right. calendar. And it, I like the fact, though, for that, the booking link on Drip Jobs, because they get to tell us what exactly. their availability right. is. So there's, you know, and we yeah. can plug that in based on our schedule. Whereas other um, calendar booking apps, like they just, I didn't feel like it worked as well for my 
personal yeah. business and mindset. It's funny. People so. never know when they can do an estimate when they call you. They have to be like, all right, yep. well, hold on. Let me look at my calendar. Exactly. It's like, did you not yes. expect me to ask you? Yeah. <laughs> right. yep. so, you know, so it's funny that, you know, you send them the link. Um, Jordan, yeah, let me ask you. I mean, <laughs> how's it been for you kind of just being able for Justine to pass the ball to you, having the software as your central spot to jump in? You guys are huge on notes, right? So you're the reason yes. you put the notes you know, Justina, wait, first, let me put these two are like my sidekicks because they're like my eyes. And every day or every other day I get a message, yeah. like change this, tweak this. Exactly. And I love it. You know, I don't like, think it's personal. I really do. Then I'm like, yeah. Hey, I'm like, Hey, surprise. Exactly. Like, hey, surprise. Thing, we put you know? this here for you guys, you know, yeah. tell me yeah. what you think. So, so you're the reason we put the notes uh, section in the deal command yeah. center. Where you guys can <laughs> see that. Yeah. And so what do you guys think about that? Is that, Instead of like that other it's step, so you guys like that? Yeah. It that way, yeah. We can, instead of having to click to Back the notes section to read the notes, right. it's right there. It's like, yeah. okay, scroll, it's scroll, awesome. scroll. Right there, right. we can go to what we need to go to next. We can also, yeah. right, correct me if I'm wrong, we can copy and paste emails or any other. Yes, thing. very true. And the attachments, if there's text Soon we'll integrate we your emails. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I no, it's been a godsend. Like, you know, I'm on the field a lot. I'm a go-go girl. So Jordan... And Kimberly as well, obviously. Um, I throw things to them. So if I run across something in drip, I'm like, that's not right. I'm like, send it over to Tan, you know, but like Jordan if, and I Kimberly, try to figure it out before yeah. I, I'm like, well, we gotta do this. I'm like, but we shouldn't have to go through like a thousand steps. I'm yeah. like, let yeah. me let me message Tanner and, and his team, see what they say. It's if there's an yeah. easier way yeah. to do it that we're just not catching on to that. You know, our mission statement, we want to be an extension of your business. And I think like that's our focus, you know, we're not perfect, but right. what business is, you know. We can yeah. tell you're really trying though. And I appreciate, you know, the intercom yeah. because you guys, even on off hours are getting back to us and you don't have to do that, you know, right. and we yeah. just want, ultimately we're problem solvers. That's at the end of the day, there's going to be things that come up that we have zero control yeah. over. There's going to be glitches. Yeah. Um, just like our business, there's going to be bumps in the road, you know, programming wise, there's probably more, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. but we're oh, being able to bumps, work with us, you bumps. know, it's been awesome. <laughs> and I, you know, bumps I just love to, yeah, I love to see how things are progressing, you know, with the program yeah. itself and we're utilizing everything that we can. So um, you like the new you know? proposal look, Justina, did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I do. Yep. Very yeah. cool. Did you see that your review link? You got a new button. Yeah. You got uh, uh, you yo. got your review links populating in there. Yeah. Now, do you guys sell the jobs on the spot or do you like to email the quote when, when um, you Um, If I can sell it on the spot, I do. Like yesterday, I had somebody yeah, I went in there and they, okay. they gave me something. Like, nice. Did you, yeah. so like, you, did you have them sign it. on like the iPad? Like, yep. how did that work? Did they sign they the, they signed on the like, iPad? <laughs> they were nice. blown away by all the technology. Like, don't worry. I normally sign it a lot neater. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, it's okay. Mine looks yeah. the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's been That's great. Cool. I'm really excited yeah. for the future. Um, I think given, you know, where I was in my business, it was a good step to take on at that time because it was our downtime. Yeah. You know, winter, you're a little so slower. Yeah. So we learned a lot of it while we had the time and I'm grateful yeah. for that. And now you're just full speed. You know, yeah, you exactly. Really, um, yeah. And there's hundreds of customers, so we need drips to help yes. us. Yeah. How many? So how many? So how many customers do you guys think you'll serve this year? Ooh. I don't know. The projection based on numbers is, you know, it's going to be great. I mean, I'm really excited. It took 20 years to get to this point, but it's all Amazing. about teamwork, problem solving, yeah. and just making sure you, you know, you try to have a good attitude while you're doing that. I yeah. love that. Have I love that. So, yeah, I can't team, thank you guys team. enough. Keep becoming the teamwork, the camaraderie. Yes, you know, you guys are awesome. Hopefully, uh, next well, time we touch again. base, we can give you some more tips. <laughs> oh yeah.
No, I know they're coming. They're coming. <laughs> and, uh, oh, by the way, we're fixing that word in there. That originally thing, that thing is stuck out yes. to me with that. You guys with the hand signed signature. So little things like that, you know, matter, yeah. you know, I can't, yeah. I study this software so much. It's almost like when you guys paint a house, right. And yeah. I paint too. So I know both right. sides, but, but, but when you guys paint a house, you're in that house all day. And then the customer will be like, Hey, you I forgot know, something. So like, true. How did I not see that? Yeah. So great. Yeah. I totally get that so. because like, yeah, all right, we're packing up, but what about that? Okay. Like, how did I walk by that, you know, eight times yeah. and not see it? Yeah. You know, keep Once it coming. Once you sit for something for too long, long, you don't always see it. So you take a step back and you come back and you're yeah. like, oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, it's funny. And that's been there for a while. So it's good. So thank you guys. Of course. You're you know, welcome. I, I Thanks, Tanner. Back to doing what you guys rock at. We'll see you soon. And uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll do this again sometime. That sounds good. Yeah. Take we're care. Bye, Dad. Right. Thank you.